In five press briefings held in as many days, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman has announced several measures to provide support to individuals and the economy, which have been hit severely by successive nationwide lockdowns to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Earlier, Prime Minister Narendra Modi had announced that his government would provide a massive 20 trillion rupee economic stimulus package to help India become Atmanirbhar or self-reliant. In her five-tranche package, the finance minister covered measures and reforms for the MSME sector, agriculture and allied sector, the Essential Commodities Act, migrant workers, labor codes, coal and mining, power distribution, defense production, employment generation, civil aviation, ESU rationalization, insolvency and bankruptcy code, among other things. Are these measures going to be enough to tide over the crisis facing the economy at present? What will be their short-term and long-term impact? Financially speaking, what will all this mean for the government? Let's take a deep dive with AKB to understand these. How do you see the breakup of the 20 trillion rupee package given by the finance minister? What we understand from uh, Finance Minister Mrs. Nirmala Sitharaman's uh, statement uh, on Sunday uh, is that the package uh, is actually not just 20 trillion rupees, uh, but it is close to 21 trillion rupees. And uh, the Finance Minister gave a detailed breakdown of uh, the package. Uh, and what I found was that the package had uh, three broad components. Uh, the first component uh, was where the government was uh, facilitating uh, or providing guarantees for credit availability. Uh, the second uh, package was uh, where the Reserve Bank of India was providing liquidity or refinancing facilities through its various instruments. And the third package was purely government allocation of funds or schemes uh, financed by the government's uh, budgetary resources. So these were the three major components of uh, uh, this 20 trillion or 21 trillion rupees of the economic package. Uh, the, the categories uh, were uh, announced uh, under three, uh, three or actually more than uh, four or five installments. Uh, the first installment came before uh, the Prime Minister's uh, uh, announcement that uh, the economic package would be uh, 20 trillion rupees. That was uh, when he announced uh, in the last week of March uh, that there will be uh, a Pradhan uh, Mantri Garib Kalyan Yojana where the government would be spending uh, almost 1.7 trillion rupees uh, amount uh, on on various schemes uh, for cash, for grains to people, uh, etc. Uh, at around the same time, uh, the government also announced a 15,000 crore rupees uh, allocation for improving healthcare infrastructure. Uh, and then came uh, the, the five uh, packages that were announced by the finance minister. Uh, you had the first uh, package for the micro small and medium enterprises sector or the MSME sector that was almost uh, about uh, rupees 6 trillion mm. and then came the financial schemes for the migrant labor there the package was around uh, 3 trillion rupees uh, and then of course uh, there was this support facility 
for farmers uh, that was around 1.5 trillion rupees. Uh, now these are uh, total uh, uh, up to rupees 12 trillion. Uh, the remaining 8 trillion or 8.5 trillion, they are coming uh, from RBI's liquidity and refinancing measures. Uh, now, if you break it down sectorally, uh, almost 30% of the package has gone to the micro, small and medium enterprises sector and another 30% has gone to farmers, migrant workers, and the working classes, so to say. Uh, the RBI scheme also uh, was uh, helping uh, the MSME sector or the non-banking financing sector uh, and introducing greater liquidity for the banks. Uh, and the government's own scheme uh, were for viability cap funding and increasing uh, the Mahatma Gandhi National Rural Employment Guarantee uh, program. Uh, so in all, it was uh, a package that uh, addressed the concerns of the sectors that were affected uh, by uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and of course the lockdown that followed. How much of this package will directly affect the government's finances? Not much uh, really, uh, because uh, if you look at the numbers uh, very closely, uh, rupees uh, 1 trillion uh, from the Garib Kalyan Yojana is actually coming and by way of additionality in, in government budgets. Uh, for the MSME package of rupees 6 lakh crore or 6 trillion rupees, uh, there the government component uh, by way of guarantees etc. is only up to about rupees 40,000 crore. And for the migrant labor package uh, of uh, about uh, 3 trillion rupees, and the government contribution is only about 16,000 crore. And for farmers, where the package is uh, about 1.5 trillion rupees, the government's fisc or the government's budget is providing for only about 6,000 crore rupees. And the Mahatma Gandhi National Rural Employment Guaranteed Program. The entire additional money of 40,000 crore is coming from the government's budget and of course the viability gap funding for social infrastructure sectors like healthcare, education, etc. Uh, the entire 8,000 crore is coming from the government budget. So if you total them, you realize that uh, just about uh, 2 trillion rupees uh, is coming from the government budget system. In other words, uh, the 10% of GDP figure of 20 trillion rupees economic package, the hit on the government finances is as little as 1% of GDP. Uh, uh, and, uh, because, and this is because uh, the government is acting as a facilitator. Uh, it is providing guarantees. So bulk of the cost, uh, as I said, uh, that 90% uh, uh, of uh, the cost of the package is borne by uh, other uh, entities like public sector companies, uh, the RBI and others. The government directly is bearing uh, the, 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 the brunt of this package only to the tune of 10%. So uh, will the center's fiscal deficit widen from its budget estimate? 
Uh, yes, of course, uh, the center's fiscal deficit uh, will widen, uh, but there were earlier fears uh, uh, that uh, the slippage would be huge. Uh, now, those fears are probably uh, a little exaggerated uh, because uh, you must remember uh, that uh, the government has already uh, increased its borrowing uh, by around uh, 4.2 trillion rupees. Uh, now, if you add this 4.2 trillion rupees to the government's earlier borrowing of around 7.8 trillion rupees, then uh, the government's total fiscal deficit on that basis would have gone up from 3.5% of GDP to 5.3% of GDP. And now, uh, uh, what we have seen so far from the package is that only uh, 2 trillion rupees uh, is being used from the government's budget for financing the 20 trillion rupees package for the COVID-19 pandemic. So uh, only 2.2 trillion rupees is left with the government uh, to absorb possibly the impact of uh, revenues foregone or revenue losses because of uh, the economic slowdown or disruption in economic growth. So therefore, the fiscal deficit will certainly widen, uh, but perhaps a couple of percentage points more, over 5.3% of GDP. But let me state here uh, that uh, the additional impact of the package on the fiscal deficit being just 1% of GDP is actually a piece of good news for uh, the rating agencies globally uh, who are closely watching what kind of fiscal slippages the Indian economy or the government will, will suffer as a result of this package. What about the state government's deficit as a result? The state governments uh, have been authorized by the center to increase their borrowing from 3% uh, of GSDP uh, to 5% of GSDP. Now, earlier, uh, uh, the states combined could borrow uh, 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 a total amount of around 6.4 trillion rupees uh, in a financial year. Now, they can borrow uh, around 4.2 trillion uh, more uh, as a result of this concession being granted by the center. Now, to help uh, the states, the center had already allowed uh, the, the states uh, to uh, borrow uh, almost 75% of the annual limit in the first quarter itself. But the states have been a little slow in using this limit. They have, they have utilized only 14% of their authorized limit of 75% of their total allocation. Uh, but now that uh, their overall limit has gone up from 3% of GSDP to 5% of GSDP, you can expect the states to go in for more borrowing, uh, but uh, what the center has done is that this increase in the go state government's uh, uh, borrowing limit is linked to their fulfilling certain reforms uh, in uh, in uh, the PDS uh, uh, sector, which is the public distribution system for food grains, where the the states that roll out the one country one ration card uh, sooner they will get a bonus point. Uh, those who introduce reforms in the electricity sector, uh, those who introduce reform in ease of doing business, and the states 
that uh, reform the urban local bodies uh, faster than others they will be the states that will be preferred uh, for the grant of a, a large chunk of this additional borrowing so the center will be closely monitoring uh, this allocation of higher borrowing now the the principles of fiscal federalism may not be fully honored here uh, because the states might argue uh, that the center uh, must uh, not uh, monitor the states uh, in this manner uh, but i think uh, given the reforms conditionality attached to the borrowing limits being raised i think is a good discipline the states must come submit themselves to how important is the reforms thrust of the package the the emphasis uh, on a on a larger role for the private sector uh, seems to have been a recurring theme uh, in uh, many of the relief measures announced uh, by the finance minister in in our five uh, installments uh, of the package in the last few days uh, this uh, is a welcome move uh it covers a large number of sectors uh, it covers coal sector minerals airports non strategic psus space ordnance factory units uh, and power discoms power distribution companies in the in, in coal uh, the government is uh, going to formalize its earliest legislative intent uh, of uh, freeing up commercial mining without any end restrictions in other words private sector companies without any restrictions of uh, on their sale i mean they can go out and 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 sell the coal that they produce either export it or they can sell it in the domestic market without any restrictions uh, this in other words even foreign direct investment will be encouraged to come and invest in the coal sector so that coal sector has been completely been freed up uh, similarly uh, the mineral sector Uh, where the the exploration policy for minerals is been liberalized in the airports uh, six uh, airports have been shortlisted uh, where uh, the private sector will be asked uh, to develop them and expand their capacity on a public private partnership model uh, so that is another big role for the private sector uh for the public sector undertakings uh, the government is going to soon come out uh, with a list of strategic sectors where public sector units will be operating only uh, up to one to four units in other words if a strategic unit sector has uh, four public sector units operating in that that will be the cap and no fifth public sector unit will be allowed to operate but in all other non strategic sectors public sector companies will be gradually be put up for sale or be privatized now that to my mind by way of intention is a big big move privatization move uh, hopefully the government will be able to roll it out uh, faster so on space which has always been a preserve of uh, the government sector the indian space research organization has been leading the initiative is done some fantastic work and the private sector has been eager to uh, collaborate with isro uh, to to supply equipment uh, services to isro space efforts now that government now wants the private sector to come and play a bigger role that itself will mean uh, increased role uh, for the private sector uh, in the space sector 
The Ordnance Factory Board Unit, there are about 41 factories uh, in the country run by the government departments. They run as a government department. Now the government has decided that they will corporatize them, which in other words, they will be they will become companies, they will be registered under the Companies Act, uh, and they may even be listed. In other words, they will be raising capital from the market, and at eventual point in time, they may be even be, be sold to private sector entities. Uh, so this uh, uh, and the final uh, area where the private sector has got a big role is power distribution companies, where all power distribution companies in the union territories is being they are being privatized. If you look at the defense sector, uh, it has got three uh, big initiatives. Uh, it has got a, a boost to its uh, FDI inflows in the sense that the government's foreign direct investment limit have been raised from 49% to 74%. But at the same time, the government has imposed import curves on, on weapons and platforms. Uh, so the government is trying to send out a message uh, that uh, India being one of the largest, the largest uh, weapons importers in the world, uh, it is sending out a message to the world arms suppliers that if they want to export arms and ammunition to India, they better come to India and set up shop here. Now that the FDI norms have been liberalized, have been raised to 74%, uh, they will probably be encouraged to do that. So in this way, defense can probably create more jobs, and, and, and generate more economic activity within the country. So that is an uh, initiative in the defense sector. Uh, similarly, the aviation sector, uh, you have seen uh, uh, another uh, very important initiative where the government is trying uh, to uh, free up airspace, uh, which are right now uh, monopolized to the tune of 40% uh, by the defense and other entities. So once more uh, civilian airspace is freed up, you will see airlines can operate their flights more easily uh, with greater frequency. Uh, and uh, an important gain for the airlines could be they will save on their fuel. They don't have to wait circling over many busy airports in the country. Uh, and most importantly, uh, they will be able uh, to uh, 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 operate more flights on the busy trunk route between, say, from Delhi and Bombay. Uh, there is also a move to decriminalize companies' laws. Uh, the insolvency in bankruptcy code uh, is being relaxed because of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Uh, there is a complete blanket holiday for initiating any insolvency resolution case before the IBC for about one year. Uh, the MSME sector uh, has been given a reprieve of sorts because uh, the limit uh, uh, below which uh, no insolvency case can be raised before the IBC is now been raised from rupees 1 lakh to rupees 1 crore. Uh, so thus, uh, uh, many of uh, these reforms uh, are uh, being talked about now. It is true that some of them were mooted a few years ago or in the last budget, uh, and the government is reiterating them now. Uh, but the good news is that the government must implement them, and has the government has made its intentions very clear. Can you explain the new economic philosophy behind the government's idea of a self-reliant India? 
the finance minister explained uh, the idea of self land india uh, in a in a different way uh, she said uh, that uh, self land india does not mean that india is looking inwards uh, it is uh, not isolationism uh, and uh, it is it only means that it is relying on its own strengths to face up to competition from the world uh, if that is uh, self land india uh, Uh, i think uh, we need to be still wary of of how the philosophy of self reliant india can degenerate into higher uh, import tariffs uh, or increased protectionism uh, so the dangers of protectionism uh, loom quite large uh, two uh, examples uh, must be cited here one uh, is uh, Uh, that the msme sectors uh, uh, policy on on global tendering uh, has been scrapped in a sense that the government procurement uh, below 200 crore of orders uh, will not have any global tendering in other words the msme is who actually mostly uh, compete for these tenders uh, will uh, have uh, no competition from any global companies Uh, this uh, might uh, help the msme companies but uh, it might undermine competition efficiency and quality so such a policy of self reliant india must pay equal attention to the need for encouraging efficiency competition and quality there have been voices suggesting that the rashtriya swayamsevak sang is upset with some parts of the package why is it so the rss uh, has always uh, wielded uh, considerable influence and clout on uh, this government the bjp government uh, it had uh, voiced its opposition when the government wanted to privatize air india uh, now remember that uh, this package that has been announced uh, in the last few days has a good dose of privatization uh, so rss's opposition is understandable one has to see how the bjp government uh, negotiates and discusses these uh, these issues with the rss uh, and uh, manages uh, these pressures what impact will this package have on growth in the current year uh, most of these measures uh, are supply side uh, initiatives uh, in a supply side uh, approach uh, what happens is the uh, the the outcomes uh, are to be seen uh, over a period of time uh, whereas uh, what is uh, urgently needed in the indian economy right now is to revive demand uh, so a lot of people believe that a better way of reviving quick demand would have been to transfer cash more cash to more people so that they would go out and start buying things which will uh, kick start uh, economic activity at a higher pace uh, so uh, instead of relying on the supply side measures the demand side measures would have been better but the government in its wisdom has chosen to opt for supply side measures and its impact will be felt over a period of time if they are implemented uh, efficiently and smoothly uh so the current year's growth prospects remain as dim as uh as forecast earlier uh if we can register 
a positive growth in the current year uh, i think we should consider uh, ourselves lucky thank you for joining us we'll be back next week with another deep dive with akb as india stays locked down business standard is providing free access to its premium content for a month on businessstandard.com check the link given in the description to claim your free subscription do follow us on youtube facebook twitter instagram and telegram for more